Welcome to the ABMRS podcast. We're smart, sophisticated, a little silly, and searching for the best that love has to offer. We are all but MRS. What's ABMRS? It's the romantic version of all but dissertation, commonly known in academic circles as ABD that state of limbo between finishing all of your doctoral level courses and writing and defending your dissertation. It's uncomfortable. It's confusing. It's hard to explain to people. And it may feel oddly familiar if you're a woman over 30 who is attractive and accomplished, but still unmarried. When you've done all the fabulous things that the world says you're supposed to do, except find your ideal mate, you're not ABD. You're ABMRS. All but misses. Everybody go get your stuff That's and right. we gonna come together and, and talk about this. My fair lady help really me understand that. I've never seen that movie. Neither that have is I. based on Pygmalion of a Enslaved. Enslaved by her. By her. Like, He's obsessed she, with her. Yeah. Yeah. So his yeah. muse becomes his master. Yes. Yes. What yes. y'all to say that? Oh, stop. <laughs> you want to know what it was? <laughs> 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 we, got, we, got, we, got, we got educational wars going on here. No, you wars. know, and you know what? That's the, that's the funny thing because who has more degrees? But, <laughs> I mean, she has, you probably have the most out of everybody in this room. <laughs> and a piece of lettuce hanging on the to be X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. you don't realize you just created a monster. A monster. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. You just created a monster, ooh, girl, what you know. You yes. know, it's like the sister that uh, gets with, well, oftentimes this is the scenario, the sister that gets with the young brother that's struggling until he makes it come up and then and they come up. And, and, <laughs> yes, yes, that's what Kanye right. said. I mean, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Kanye. our words, that's what Kanye said. That you create the monster. Mm. I think it's that the monster is there, mm. and that's probably why they're so raggedy and so forth and so on. <laughs> you just think the monster is just like raw clay, and I'm just going to sculpt this into something, something. And really, the monster's like, no, you just helping him shake off some of these scales, and mm. then he's like, I think I I finally learned that lesson with this last one, like for real, because I really. <laughs> <laughs> Real, no. Uh, real. Real. Why the, why the 
discussion next time. I've mentioned it before, but when I tell you, he lived in the most disgusting, like, mm. and it wasn't like dirty and junky. It was just dirty because he was a guy and he had two young kids and he had no, he lived with his brother actually and his two young kids. It was two guys. Well, some guys are clean. Yeah, no, neither of them were clean. Yeah. Neither of them. Oh, they weren't. Neither like no. military grade. Clean. Like and he was in the military for years, and oh, he was just like, he's just like, I'm out of that shit now. But it was. <laughs> but now, <laughs> looking back, that was a reflection of how he thought of himself. Like he just yeah. wasn't gonna, you know. Mm. It was just like. I looked at that situation and I was like, you know, he's so sweet and he's smart. But he just needs help. Mm. It's always that. Oh, he's this, this. He just yeah, needs. Yeah, he just needs. He just, he just If needs. we would stop with that. If we would stop with that. He just fill in the blank. Like, yeah. no, that's, that's not just what he needs. Like, mm. He needs a whole lot more than just that. Yeah. You know. And like he needs psychological Counseling. He may yes. need medication. Yes. And I, I, I can't provide any of those things. I cannot provide those When things. I tried to provide the counseling, that's when he was like, oh, oh shoot. She's really trying to fix me. That's all her perfection and trying to come come yeah. my Oh, now she. I guess it was you know coming from our last conversation. Now that I think about it, it was probably like, oh, now she's really gonna find out. Mm. Mm. So let me, you know, let me bounce. jump in her car. Let me let me jump, jump out like this door is on fire. So um, <laughs> I think that's gonna be the title of that. This door was on fire. have a bad childhood story. Mm. Yeah. And when I compare it to my childhood, not that my childhood was like the best ever. You know, I didn't have a pony. Mm. I didn't live in a mansion. <laughs> I'm not really a princess. Like, okay, it wasn't the best ever, but I, you know, it was decent. Mm-hmm. It was not, like we weren't horribly abused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We weren't, you know, mistreated. We mm-hmm. ate every day. Like, stuff like that. But you know, that's not everybody's experience. Yeah. And... I can think of the three most significant relationships I've had. That was the common thread. Mm. They had a horrible childhood and significant abuse in their childhood Mm. or neglect. And they carried those scars. And it was just like, that for me, for some reason, it's like I want, yeah, like it triggers me to want to like fix it or something. Mm -hmm. Even though you can't, I can't fix it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's what, I feel almost guilty Mm-hmm. If that's, when you if that can't makes it, yeah, like, mm-hmm. or for the impulse to turn to, away, does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. when I see that the last one, I was like, oh shoot, you know, he had a bad childhood. But do you think I should probably leave him alone? alone? And then I was like, dang, but so then what does that make me? Yeah. Like, if I leave him alone, but see, I think that's that's but see, that's how I got Tina, <sighs> right? 
Wait a minute. That's how I got Tina for all them years. You ain't gonna leave me like that, anime. Is you? Right. You gonna leave me like the rest and of you them? You know what? That's so funny. I've never sat and watched that whole movie, but maybe I should have. Cause you that's how that's the message that society gives like. us as women. It's like mm-hmm. we're supposed to be the fixers. We're supposed mm-hmm. to be yeah. the nurturers. If something or somebody is hurt or broken, we're supposed to take care of them. And then, like, if we don't do that, then we're just like these We're bad women. We're bad yeah. women, right? We don't care. We're cold. You don't stand by your man. You don't stand by you your man. You don't hold a brother down. Right. right. Oh, you ain't yeah. no ride, ride, ride. You right. ain't no ride or die. Right. I'm jumping off that train. <laughs> <laughs> Go on and jump then. And you don't want to say it would be and die. Go ahead and jump. But Go ahead and jump. But we do all of that, but also make them feel needed and wanted oh, and right. you know and because right. if you're doing all that doesn't that imply that you're independent and you're strong mm-hmm. but if yeah, you which they don't want which they mm-hmm. which a lot of them don't mm-hmm. seems like they don't want mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i can't be both mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but apparently i don't i don't do both very well because um <laughs> i don't have it in me i don't I, i'm just not dynamic enough for that yeah i i can't i can't do both i can't take care of you and not take care of you <laughs> right and you do i can't need you and not and take care of you i mean yeah. you know, choose one bro so yeah but i i finally in therapy recognize that pattern that i am captain save him save a ninja yeah ninja daniel Call in Captain Savage. <laughs> Captain Savage. Call in Captain Savage. You know, funny enough, but there's a talk show host that has a morning radio show who said a woman was talking just about the same situation. And he said, he, it was very poignant. He said, why are y'all always trying to save a brother? He said, when the hell is the last time somebody tried to save you? I was crap. I was like, no one's ever yeah. tried to save me. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. But you don't, you don't present yourself in the manner that you oh, need no, no, to be no. safe. I, I do. <laughs> you I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I need to be saved. I have a very small house and a very old car. But you have your own house and all of that. You don't need to be saved. No, I I do. But see, that's the wrong thing. We have the wrong idea. Yes, we do. Because just like you said, you got a house and an old car. Stuff breaks down. I can't be fixing everything by myself. I don't know how to do it. Like, I need help. Yes, I need help and I need financial help too. Well, see, even that, just somebody to remind you. You know, you know, you gotta get just like, baby. Did you? Did you? Did, how your brakes doing? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so even don't don't be concerned about right. me dying when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, Ask me don't sound right, right when you're driving. Let me check that out. Let me check that out for you. you know? Someone who would even know to think to ask because that's not something I. <laughs> I probably need to get my stuff done too. Yeah, last time you should get to get a check. Yeah. Where are your where are your rotors? What what level are they at? It's supposed to be at a ten. When they get down to two, mm. that's just like mm. what are rotors? Let's start Let's start with the, the main question. When you have driven your brakes down, when you ground your brake pads all the way down, mm-hmm. then you get to the rotors. And they make a funny sound and yes, it feels they funny. Do. Yes. I just bought my car. I think I need new rotors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that it's that squeaking sound like right. when you're when you're braking and somebody's like, oh, wow. Right. Why are the brakes like, You're supposed like to have to replace brake pads. That's normal wear and tear. You are not really yeah. supposed to have to mm. replace the rotors. If yeah. you drive your car down to the rotors, that's bad. 
because he had a lawsuit against the nursing home that his father was in that okay. came through. Fortunately, that came through right after he lost his job. Mm, so okay. he didn't have, he wasn't employed. He wasn't employed. So he had Jesus looking out from one, th- one thing to the next. And it's up. Jesus is in sin. Jesus is Apparently, that's all you need. Until it's not. wonder what it because uh, I, I can honestly say that I don't, I don't think I've ever been saved by and maybe it's it's that 10 year hiatus and then prior to not really being in an adult level relationships mm-hmm. like I wasn't really I was dealing with college dudes like we were all in college so what can you save me from in college we all <laughs> like it's nothing for you to, to do for me that I can't do for myself what steal some stuff from the calf I mean, I mean we both <laughs> got meal stairs financially and while yes, that Lord. would not be the worst thing mm-hmm. to happen to to me um i'll just put it out there um you know, we, we really are talking about being supported somebody thinking about us caring about whether we crash our car because we don't have no brakes mm-hmm. you know like that's what we i think are really talking about not so much the financial but the fact that you know what the caring concern the caring mm-hmm. concern the caring and, and concern. a lot of the things that yeah. we did for the guys that we were trying to rescue had much more to do with care and concern it wasn't so much you know mm-hmm. money because mm-hmm. that wasn't something mm-hmm. i had in abundance it was really like you know let me talk to you about your yourself mm-hmm. and let me mm-hmm. be let me there for you issues. and let me show you affection and you know let me help you with these kids and <laughs> so it's emotional it's, i mean it's but I think we also need to think about why those guys were more appealing. Well, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Riddle me this. Yeah, riddle me this. So we're all educated women, professionally successful women, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's not really, I mean, I know it's 2018 and we've advanced and, you know, yay feminism and all that kind of stuff. But still the dominant message that we get is not like oh yay that's a super feminine thing to do and be is independent and educated and blah 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 blah. do you think that we engage in this enterprise of trying to save 
because we feel guilty about achieved because we've achieved all these things and we're so independent but that's not really the nurturing feminine way to be so let me show how nurturing and caring and kind I can be. Let me get a project. Let me save him and pour all of this feminine energy and caring and nurturing and building up and cleaning up and changing your wardrobe and putting a roof on your house. I bought that man clothes. I remember remember very clearly I bought him... We just went to like a big box store, bought him an outfit. So he went him an outfit. I bought him a whole, a whole outfit? outfit, shirt, pants, belt, shoes. Okay. I remember. <laughs> I think the last time he came to my house to get like some other some stuff or whatever, he had on the shoes I bought him, um, and they did were. It made me. <laughs> I would have been angry. I was looking at them because they were so dirty and disgusting, and mm-hmm. these were like loafers, like um. How do you get dirt loafers dirty, girl? Because <laughs> he treats everything like crap, and mm-hmm. so like because he doesn't think anything that touches him deserves special treatment. Like mm-hmm. he just thinks everything of his is crap. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's crap, so he you treats know, everything like crap. Shoes, you know, I know they because say, they use them to walk out on you. Yes, they. Those were not the shoes he had on when he left. <laughs> 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 so theory, <laughs> but I mean, he did take them with him. He was not wearing them. He was not wearing them when he walked out, but he did take them with him. And I just remember looking at them, and he, I guess he didn't even think twice about wearing them. But I was just looking at them like, wow, you know, they weren't the fanciest shoes. They weren't expensive shoes, but they were decent enough. You could wear them out if you were ever to go out somewhere halfway decent. Mm-hmm. And they were just all scuffed up and dirty, and like just. They look like trash. Mm -hmm. I thought that was just like, yet again, another (laughs) metaphor for (laughs) a living metaphor of our relationship. Mm -hmm. I want to follow up on what Karima said and what what Leslie said. Karima, you talked about guilt. And it's so funny because earlier you were saying something about guilt. Mm -hmm. I want to add on to that. that. Not only that guilt of we're supposed to be there so that I struggle, and this is not just in relationships with men, with this idea that I feel guilt because... I'm going to be honest with you, I've had a very easy life. Mm-hmm. A ve- like, a very little struggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And I've mm-hmm. not felt like I've deserved a lot of what I've gotten because I almost feel like it was handed to me. Mm-hmm. And especially with black men because of what they go through in this country mm-hmm. and how hard stuff is for them. Yeah. Part of that is yeah. I do feel guilty because okay. they, of their struggle. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. And I think that's why sometimes, I, even my male friends, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want to help. Mm. because of what they go through and because I want to be that. I don't want to pile on to the mm-hmm. to the yeah. minutia the that they are harboring yeah. in. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. was interesting that you talked about guilt. And then what you said, Leslie, you said, why do we find these men or why do we think, why do you think they're more, these men are more attractive or mm-hmm. you're more attracted to these men than you are to someone else who doesn't need have it. to be saved or mm-hmm. he doesn't need a lot of things. So I'm going to go back to my... <laughs> I should. I really shouldn't refer to when I was younger because it doesn't count. But <laughs> <laughs> the example is just standing out right there. My father, who was awesome, right? He would say, "Why do you keep bringing these boys home? These projects?" Mm. And to me, it was easier mm, mm. than dealing with somebody that was on my level because mm. that was going to take work. Mm-hmm. A dude that yeah. was, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. an intellectual this that. I didn't feel like putting that work in. <laughs> this was a different kind of work. I just know what this was. This was like, yeah, this a fixer-upper versus, you know, moving into something 
that I got to keep up, mm-hmm. right? A nice mansion I got to keep up? No, mm-hmm. let me just get this little fixer-upper because anything I do is going to be good. Right, right, right. Right, right. 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 I mean, but no, you said it of yourself. I mean, so, you know, it it, it reminds me of the dude that chooses to fix a rapper chick. You know, that chooses a chick that's just like, when I met you, you ain't had nothing. You ain't, it's like, I made you, girl. I upgraded you. And then again, just scroll, trying to get a nut. It's my world. Shout out to Orange You Chose. Shout out to Orange You Chose, wherever he may be today. Um, but it's like, it's easier to bring up the chick who has little to nothing and has her her two kids and she's on her own and you know wow you 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 paid for daycare who <laughs> you paid for daycare I ran into one of your sororities um, at the conference and she was saying yeah her her, and her husband are about to celebrate because they're about to spend their last year of, of daycare mortgage money because it's like a mortgage mm-hmm. paying for daycare oh, yeah. and so mm-hmm. you know yo, you come along and do that, like, you got mad kudos. Like, I could, you know, this chick will work, basically worship me, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to the chick who is on my level, educated. You can't really it, do anything for her yeah, in that way. You yeah. have to actually come with something. Mm-hmm. But I have a similar... size of us. Yeah, I have a similar... Because I almost hesitate to, like, say this, but when... A big reason why I kept talking to my ex that all through that last year after we had officially broken up, he had said he was not coming back is because I knew he still, in his own way, his twisted, sick way, loved me mm. in his way, mm. thought I was pretty, thought I was attractive, and I literally did not have to do anything. Mm. I had gained like 20 pounds, okay. and I never did my hair, and I was like, you know, just like, blah. Mm-hmm. So we're just lazy. I was just mm-hmm. lazy, and, and I was lazy like, we just was I don't have to do like. anything for this dude to be like, you know, yeah, like, you're the prettiest girl, angel. Or, or even just to be impressed by you, don't have to do yeah. that, just be there, I could actually do less than I wanted, like, I could literally, like, be my worst self, mm-hmm. not take mm-hmm. a shower, you know, <laughs> attracted to me or whatever not that meant anything but it was kind of like towards the end of it I was sick of myself mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like I look like shit I need, to, <laughs> I need to stop doing this but it was like I, I hesitated to like I was like dang if I stop talking to him that means I'm actually have to I go to the gym hair. I have to lose, shower. you know wear nicer clothes yeah. like get dressed up every day and do my hair because mm-hmm. make me want like mm-hmm. go out looking Ooh. You know, trying to look my best. Right, it's too, it's too much pressure for me. It's too much for me. So I, you know, the maintenance on this, on on looking my best, the maintenance on that—that's that's expensive. There is an element of 
laziness, but also kind of—it's also expensive too. It is expensive. Too. I just went to—I just did a, a little bit of light shopping with my tax return because I, 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 I done ran out of Mac makeup, and so I done ran out of my smell goods, and I'm just like, ooh, I went to Sephora. They was like, that'll be ninety-five dollars. I was like, oh, I just got the roller balls. I didn't even get the whole bottle. <laughs> You know, I mean, I've yeah. kind of allowed myself to just be like, <sighs> like y'all seeing some fresh braids right now, but y'all, I mean, a couple weeks ago, y'all saw them like they needed to be retouched, but y'all, that was like two weeks in, in after oh, that, wow, they were right. still wearing like old braids. Yeah. Like, yo. But the struggle is real though, because people look like, oh, you know, you think you this, you that, you got a house, you got a car, you got this job, blah, blah, blah. people don't understand the toll. This stuff takes. It's exhausting. It's, like, it's exhausting. You know, it's like you're at work all day long. You're commuting. Then it's like you're running around. You got to do your grocery shopping. You got to take care of your car. You got to do this. You got to do that. It's like, where is the time like to just go? You have to carve out this time to go get your hair done, to go get your nails done, mm-hmm. to hit the gym and all that kind of stuff. It is, it's tiring trying to do this stuff by yourself. Mm-hmm. And then for what? Do you all yeah, like, especially if it's not someone right there in front of you right. that you're, you know, so I don't know. I mean, thinking about your, your question, Leslie, about why are they attractive, why are they more attractive than a guy who has his stuff together, I'm trying to think, when have I met a guy who had his stuff together? Mm, oh, like, return, legit, like, legit, like, return who, who was single, who was single, mm-hmm. that's number one, because mm-hmm. I, I know plenty of men who have everything together, they are all married mm-hmm. or in serious relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, when have I ever, ever met a guy who was single and available, who had his stuff together? Mm. And I've been sitting here racking my brain for the past 20 minutes. Mm, mm, that hurts. It's been hot. Let me shut up. <laughs> it's like, I, that's all you need. I, it wasn't this decade. Okay. Yeah, I I don't Except think... for, uh, uh, from, from... Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I have met men who, like, the gentleman who I was talking about in a previous episode, who we, we I would love to have just been friends. Mm. He had a lot of stuff together. Except for one thing he didn't have. He wasn't... Entirely the total package. I'll just mm-hmm. put it like that. But is does the total package actually exist? Because even if if I mean, and here's my my pushback to probably some of the maybe the topic that we're actually on. I mean, who isn't a project? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Someone a bigger art. project. Than projects. But, but you know, in <laughs> some in some respects, too. Yeah, oh, I mean, because yeah. I know I'm, I know I'm a project. I'm, oh, I'm a project kid. For real, <laughs> or some, on some other stuff. I'm in graduate level. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know. And so, basically, yeah. I mean, even if we think about those friends or colleagues who are just like, "Oh, I have perfect who I have now," but even those persons were a project. Yeah. At some point in the in the engagement, there was a project to be had and to be accomplished from yeah. beginning to end. Yeah, but a lot of them have foundation, strong foundation. Well, if there ain't no walls, 
I don't want you yes. to apologize. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't have a yes. real roof. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. yes. Right. yes. Right. But now, yes. if you got right. wall, if you got a solid foundation, right. four walls and a roof, yeah. and right. everything is in working order, yeah. we can yeah. work with we that. Work. Okay. We can work. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, but there, I think, I think yes, we're all projects. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I think that there are degrees and there's mm -hmm. levels to it. And there's also, let's be real, mm -hmm. at 44, mm -hmm. I'm. I'm not putting in the same kind of work I would have put in at 25. Yeah. A, I literally don't have it in me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted. Like, I want to go to sleep right now. Right? <laughs> so, so I want to take a nap. And then the next thing I knew, I was like, oh, I got to go get yeah. this. Yeah. So, so, you know, you have to realize, you know, I don't have, I don't have the energy. I don't have the optimism maybe that mm -hmm. I would that I had at 25 mm -hmm. you know I have a lot more real world experience now I'm not some old cranky I'm very sexy and vibrant and yes. 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 vibrant I did not am sexy and vibrant you know, I was <laughs> years ago not hat wearing <laughs> But yeah, so so it, so it depends. You know, I think you know I have friends who got married right out of college. Their dudes and them were both. They were both of them were. I was like, oh my god, why would either one of you marry the other? <laughs> right? And twenty years later, they're good uh -huh. because they worked on it together. Yeah, so that's yeah, fine. Yeah. But you know, and I and I think it's okay if we say we're not willing to deal with certain projects at this point in our lives. I think I've earned that right. Yeah, yes, yes. To right. be like, no, swipe left, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. and, 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 I'll, and again, I, I'm tired of apologizing for, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I no longer feel guilty mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, yeah. So. I think the last couple ones just kind of burned the guilt out of you. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you right. like, you know what? So. Guilt has gotten me nowhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm guilt, done with guilt. Guilt is a is a form of self violence. Um, um, yes, that's what he did. My transformative social therapy. Yes, y'all, yes. y'all like that. Yes. Okay, and so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta go there. I, I am a student of transformative social therapy, and so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and mess this up by my horrific paraphrasing, but hopefully uh, someone from my course will be listening. Uh, transformative social therapy was was used with the Rwandans when they came through the conflict. Oh. And it basically began to look at what conflict is and what the roots of it is. Oftentimes it's based in fear. Um, and it's, it's a power and control measure. And so you use certain tools like guilt to get people to do what it is that you want them to do. If I guilt you, if I make you feel other than, if I physically assault you or mistreat you, um, if, I, if I guilt trip you, if I harm you in some type of way, if I shame you, these are all what they call the violences, the four violences. And so what I began to investigate or understand is guilt is, is not, people can try to guilt trip you, but some people it just doesn't work. Like you, you were trying to throw guilt and they just didn't, yeah. right. So you can shame them probably a little bit better than you can guilt them because guilt is, I feel like, is an internal thing. Like, oh, yeah. I feel guilty. Yeah, you, like, feel, oh, you put it on yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like, so guilt is, I perceive or I believe, is a violence done to yourself mm -hmm. based on what you feel like are some external 
measures of who it is that you should be, how we're supposed to be socialized to do and be the nurturer within our society Mm -hmm. or be the mother by this age, by this society. And Mm -hmm. I feel guilty. So therefore, I choose these projects Mm -hmm. because Uh I must pay pay penance back because I have not done what society has told me to do. I have not done what my community has told me to do, uh, which is to be this nurturer, this mother, this wife. Um, and I've chosen the route of the professional, the, the, you know, the entrepreneur and the other. So I've been made to feel otherized, which is once again, another violence, um, that we internalize. And therefore I must take on this project to, to show forth my worthiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, uh, that's why I've been kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Like I've been thinking about some stuff like, Ooh, like stuff, I got like alarm bells going off. Like, wow like yo this is this is a violence that we perpetrate amongst Mm -hmm. amongst ourselves and so how do we because you know remember remember back in the 80s the self-destruction you had it for yourself like okay but that's real (laughs) so we do self-destructive things all the time and there's a lot of self you know uh, sabotage and self Mm -hmm. these are Mm -hmm. your self violence that we do to ourselves all Mm -hmm. the time and so you know if Saving a ninja is a violence, you know, it's because of some things that we've internalized. Like, wow, okay, I should have to carry this because I've not given, you know, our community, our society this that it says that I'm supposed to have done by this time. I don't I don't know. I might be talking in circles, but does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. My only question with that is if people know how to do that kind of stuff, how mm. to help people to get through something like as significant as the Rwandan mm-hmm. genocide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we using that here? Like, we need that here. <laughs> <laughs> we have stuff going on in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there are groups. I mean, yeah, Zeb and I are part of a group that uses a, a little bit of transformative social therapy in a group dialogue. Uh, Zeb was trained in a group dialogue. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, it's it's being done. Um, in different pockets, and uh, but the work is massive. The what the labor labor is a few, and mm-hmm. the vineyard is 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 right. So yeah, maybe we need to. That's uh yeah, Zell, come on, come on, girl. Mm-hmm. We got to, we got work we gotta that's do. Right. You know, but um, you know, so this is that's a little bit of my pushback to yeah, some of yeah, uh the yeah. saver, the captain. You know, save. You know. I think as black women, we're encouraged by other people to mm-hmm. take on these projects. Because mm-hmm, I'm yeah. the man. Like, you need to ride yeah. with him mm-hmm. or, you yeah. know, just help him out. Like, mm-hmm. why would you not try to help somebody? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think women of other races are encouraged to do things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. I'm going to push back on that. I'm mm-hmm. going to push back on that. I don't think the messaging is the same. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, that's stand by your man. That's the, who sang that? Tammy Wynette or whatever mm-hmm. the case is? Yeah, but... I think there's a difference between standing by your man and fixing him up, building him up, building him up. Absolutely, stand by your man was. He's gonna mess up because that's what they do. But you need to be there to stand by him. Mm -hmm. Our message, and I totally agree with Leslie, is 
help build them, help maintain them. Then if he does mess up, then you stand by him. You know what I mean? Like, that's the message I think a lot of us yeah, have. And yeah. it's, it's a lot deeper. Yeah. I think it, it has no, I think there's definitely a connection between that and how our men are infantilized. Is that the right word? Yeah. 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 Are yeah. Um, not given agency mm-hmm. in the society. So mm-hmm. they fear our men. Mm-hmm. They don't want them to live up to their fullest potential. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think, you know, by keeping us in this dynamic where we're constantly, like, taking care of them, and but they can never do right. And mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I know I'm probably not everything right. I said, but it's yeah. like, you know, there is that, 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 that dynamic yeah. does exist, and I think that they're Ooh, larger. Then you talk about the generational trauma that just oh, comes yeah. behind that. that. Did you make it to that session? Mm-hmm. There was a session on generational trauma mm-hmm. and just how that continues to resonate. Mm-hmm. Um, into the lives of children and uh, then adults. Yeah. And Trauma then, changes your DNA. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it gets passed yeah. down to absolutely. generations after you. So and it's no... We traditionally don't go for, for aid or assistance. Right in the trauma that we carry. Yeah. So we continue to carry and we and it manifests in a variety of different ways. Mm-hmm. And we continue to traumatize our children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. So clearly, you know, it's a it's a much more multi-layered and multifaceted issue. Mm-hmm. Maybe this would be a good guest topic. We gotta find somebody who mm-hmm. can come on and give mm-hmm. us some mm-hmm. information yeah. about yeah. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could tap. Yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned yeah. for for more on this topic. Very interesting, especially. Thank you so much. Absolutely. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. The ABMRS podcast is recorded at Sanctify Studios, produced by the talented David P. Stevens, and edited by the incredible Charles Washington. Follow us on Facebook at ABMRS Podcast, Instagram and Twitter at ABMRS underscore podcast. If you're old school, we're here for you too. Email us at ABMRS mavens at allbutmrs.com Until next time, 